0: Hello, and welcome to the Candy Gibbs podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. We'd also like to invite you to attend one of our upcoming events the Feast of the Lord retreat on October 6th and our college retreat coming up November 8th through 10th. For more information about these events and for other resources, visit CandyGibbs.com. I love the Lord works in our lives. And I want you to know that I am honored to get to be the first speaker for you this week. And what an awesome um, week it's going to be for you. 20 years of this tent revival. And I am so excited for all that is in store for you this week. And I am very blessed to get to be a part of this this morning. As I've kind of been looking out over you guys today, you look beautiful, but so many of you, I recognize Um, my sweet neighbor, Miss Pat back there, and Miss Donna, and I see Miss Ruth, and then my sweet mother-in-law. So I just want you to know that you all have been such a blessing in my life personally, and it is truly my privilege to get to be here with you this morning. Um, It's funny to me, though, as I was getting ready to come and speak this morning, I was asking myself, why did you agree to do this today? Because in two days, I am going to take my baby daughter all the way down to College Station to start college. And I am feeling so sorry for myself, you guys. I mean, I cannot stop crying and I have a son, Jake, who is there um, and Maddie is going and I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. And I think that it is a beautiful thing that the Lord has allowed me to share with you what is going on in my heart because I think to some degree you may be able to identify and relate to some of the same feelings that I'm having. Um, I want to read you a scripture. This is, the Lord has just used this in my life for the past several months in such a sweet way. This is Ephesians chapter 1, and I'm going to read you 16 through 19. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might? I'll tell you what has been such a blessing to me out of that passage Is that what we really need in every situation, in every season of our life, is a greater understanding and revelation knowledge of who he is. And we need a spirit of wisdom. And if we could understand what our inheritance is in him and the power that works through us, it would change everything. And something that occurs to me is that life is seasonal. We go through different seasons. Some of them we like better than others. The season that I'm currently coming out of, of raising my kids, has been beautiful to me. I have loved everything about it. And a lot of my identity has come from being a mom. And so I'm going through this season of feeling like, gosh, this was so much of what I do And what I did and what I felt like the Lord had called me to. And now that my kids are growing up and going on, does that mean that part of my calling is finished? And what does that look like then on Friday after I get them all moved in and I come home? And I am moving into a different season where maybe I feel a little bit less useful And I've been having those kinds of conversations with the Lord, and the Lord has been showing me that my relationship with Him is never, ever stagnant. And there is always a higher place in Him and in my intimacy and relationship with Him, no matter what season of life I'm in. And so I want us to learn some lessons today, whatever season that we're in, We can learn some lessons from the high places, from the mountains. And I've spent some time just thinking about what is different about being in the mountains. Because how many of us like to go to the mountains and just sit, right? Because the sounds are different. The time is different. Some of the things I wrote down is that time moves more slowly in the mountains. I often say to my family when we're in the mountains, I don't think these people wear watches. They just kind of show up when they feel like it. You can find alone places there. You see beauty and you gain perspective. There's an opportunity to just rest and to abide. And you can see more details from the high places. I believe that the Lord is calling us to go to higher places in our relationship with Him. Um, The situations in our life, the season that we're in, should not dictate my relationship with the Lord. It shouldn't affect it, right? Um, I have an example that I want to share with you. My husband, uh, we've been married 22 years this year. We've never been married without children because Brian had a son when we got married. So we're about to be in a real new season coming up pretty soon. But for our 10th anniversary, Brian took me on our first cruise. And I was a little nervous about that. And then he took us out to snorkel. And I was a whole lot nervous about that. And I don't like my feet dangling in the ocean, not at all, because there's no telling what's under there, okay? So we go out on this boat. We're going to go snorkel. Well, the whole way out on the boat, my husband's saying, you don't have to do it. You can stay on the boat if you want to. Just go out on the boat if you don't want to get off. And I'm like, I'm not getting off. I'm not doing this. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to get off. Just stay on the boat. Well, we get way out where we're supposed to be, and they let the thing down, and everyone's geared up, and off they go to snorkel. And everyone on the boat, from two-year-old to 92-year-old, gets off the boat to go snorkel, but me. And I'm thinking, this is so ridiculous, but I am so angry at him right now. That I am in this situation. So I get my stuff on. Well, it wasn't just snorkeling. It wasn't just in the ocean. It was stormy. So it's cloudy and it's wavy and everyone's in the water. And I'm scared to death and angry. And I get my gear on and off the end of the boat I go. And I don't know why I thought if I just swim really fast, I'll be safer. So all the way off the boat, my husband's going, I'll stay right with you. I'll stay right with you. I'm scared out of my mind. So as soon as I hit the water, I just swim as fast as I can swim. And I think that's kind of the way that I live life. When I get a little uncomfortable or I don't know what to expect or maybe I'm a little insecure or fearful, I just go really fast. And so I am swimming through the water. It's stormy. Everyone's enjoying themselves but me. Brian's trying to catch me. And all of a sudden I think, at least you need to put your head down in the water and see what's under here, So that at least you can tell everyone you did see something beautiful. So I finally, I put my head down. And when that water came up past my ears and I'm looking down, all of a sudden, peace. And it was beautiful. And I saw fish and things that I had never seen And it didn't appear stormy. It was calm and it was peaceful. Now, when I raised my head back up, I was still in the middle of the ocean. It was still stormy and there were still lots of waves. But when I chose to bow down and to submit, there was peace. And so in a season, if you're in a season of your life where you feel like "Mm, things are changing and, and I need purpose, and what's the Lord doing next? I want you to remember that regardless of your circumstance, when you will bow, when you will allow him to provide his peace, it doesn't matter what the situations are that you face. His presence and his peace changes everything. So some of the the truths that we can learn from the high places is that no one can carry you there. Colossians 4.2 says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. You must make the journey yourself to the high places with the Lord. And that means you have to choose to spend time studying his word. You have to choose to spend time in worship so that he can lead you to those higher places. The second thing is that the journey can be difficult and it may seem like more than you can handle. But in 2 Corinthians 12, it says that His grace is sufficient. So it doesn't matter what our circumstances are or those excuses like Laura was talking about that we might make as why we can't be that close to the Lord or spend that much time in His presence. It doesn't matter because in His strength, we are made strong. He is strong in our weakness. Number three is that the journey puts priorities in line. You don't carry unnecessary, unnecessary items up a mountain or to the high places because it's too big of a burden to bear. You cannot be all things to all people. You have to choose how to spend your time, emotion, and energy in your life. And it should be in a greater pursuit of your relationship with Jesus. And then lastly, you go to the high places on purpose. Nobody ever climbed a mountain by accident. You have to be willing to sit your feet at the bottom of that mountain and look up and be willing to take one step after the next to ascend to those high places in your relationship with Jesus. And as we close this this time together this morning, I just want us to take a minute to reflect and ask ourselves, is there anything that would prevent us from going to higher places in our relationship with Jesus? Um, When I've asked myself that question this week, uh, feeling sorry for myself could prevent me from moving on in my relationship with Christ. Feeling useless, feeling alone. But I'm not alone. Because his word tells me that I'm never alone. His word also tells me that his callings are irrevocable. And so he has purpose for me. As long as there is breath in my lungs, I have a purpose. And I need to be about doing what he's called me to do. And some days all that looks like is being in my living room and pouring my heart out to the Lord in prayer or in worship. And sometimes it means that I get to spend the morning with you. And sharing with you the goodness of who he is. But one of the things that Laura uh, led us through this morning was this song, This Is My Story. And I want us all to know that our stories all begin the same if we're going to ascend that mountain to a high place. And that is when we choose to decide to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of our lives. And so if you sang that song, this is my story, and it is your story, and you have made Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life, then girl and young man, tie up those shoes and run as fast as you can and get as high as you can in that relationship with Jesus. And if you haven't, before you can ascend that mountain, that's a decision that you have to make. And so don't let today go by. Don't let this week go by without making the decision to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. I want to just close this in prayer, and I want to thank you again for what you all have meant in my life personally, and I want to thank you for what it means to me uh, to be a part of this beautiful time with you. So let me close this in prayer. God, we just thank you so much for the opportunity to celebrate and recognize you this morning. We thank you, God, for a beautiful weather. We thank you for the cool that's in the air, God. And we thank you for whatever season of life we are currently in. We thank you for the things that are difficult because your word says that you're strong in our weakness. And we thank you for the things that are beautiful, God, because that helps us to know more of who you are and your heart towards us. God, I just speak blessings over every one of these people here this morning. And I thank you, God, for Laura and for him and just thank you God for allowing us to be a part of such a beautiful time with you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Candy Gives podcast. For more information and other resources visit CandyGives.com